Okay, guys, so if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. You know, first of all, it's free. Y'all know I love some free stuff. And there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or the computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Like, it's super amazing. I love it. It's been very beneficial for me. So make sure y'all download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Again, make sure you download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right. Hey, everyone. It's the 21 Minutes or Less podcast. And today we're talking about self-esteem. Um, I know this is something that I think about a lot because I haven't come so far with my self-esteem. Like, I feel like college really helped me with that. Um, I went to HBCU. So, I feel like it was just uh, being surrounded by a lot of the same types of people. And, you know, that can seem like a competition sometimes. But, um, yeah, I feel like college, I reached some really low points that helped me to be like, okay, I don't ever want to feel like this again. So let me not move like this. Like for instance, I know I was in this really toxic situation for like a whole year and I was just like, What? Like I'm worthy of a fucking relationship. Right. So why would I wait a year ever again to be with somebody? And I never did. And now me and my current boo, we got together after like two months. So it's just about learning like your lowest points and being yeah. like, I'm never going back there again. Yeah, I definitely agree. I feel like I think college played, played a role for me too or like I guess like senior year somewhat mm-hmm. of high school um but like freshman year sophomore year I had such low self-esteem like um not only like about looks and stuff because I felt like I was so skinny you know I was like mm-hmm. super duper skinny in high school and it was a lot of girls way like thicker than me and then of course all the boys would be talking about oh who the thickest in the school blah blah so I, I was like super skinny and I'm like okay then my chest was developing late it was just all that and then I don't know we also was going through like a struggle of with money and stuff during that time mm-hmm. so I couldn't get like the newest shoes and all that type of stuff and we went to a school that was very you know like upscale when it came to yeah. money people like their parents were police officers and lawyers and uh, we went to upscale kind of school so um that was a big thing shoes especially Mm -hmm. um so not having that also played a part in me feeling like okay i already don't feel the best as far as looks and then now i can't get the stuff that everybody have Mm -hmm. so that was like took like took a toll on me and then like senior i just started not caring at all and then by college it's like when you go to college you know it's a whole new thing like don't Mm -hmm. nobody know you you know you might have a few people you went to high school with but it's a whole new thing, and everybody not so much concerned about shoes and clothes. Like, it's a little bit more free um, well, and open. Not at Savannah State. Not at HBCUs, <laughs> girl. Well, I went to the Paul they, so. they was like, it was, it was a like fashion a fashion show, show every day. And the calf is like, <laughs> walking down the middle of the calf is an extreme sport. Really? Okay, so, <laughs> so well, I figured, I, I, I could see that at an HBCU. So, that's probably good I didn't go to an HBCU mm-hmm. starting off. Um, but I went to DePaul and it was like, you know, it's a mix. It's definitely predominantly white. 
Um, so, you know, they don't really pay attention to clothes. But the black kids that were there, um, they were not like that either. Like, most of us were pretty much the same. So, um, even though by then I had my own money and stuff so I could dress how I wanted. So, it was like I didn't, you know, it wasn't really much of a concern anyways because I could get what I want. Mm -hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think college was like, okay stepping out I was starting to get a little bit thicker like I was filling in more like I was kind of getting my you know getting my freshman 15 so now I was a little <laughs> thick and people started to see it and the, everybody was checking me out like, okay okay but it wasn't necessarily just the guys it was just me you know learning to love myself and right. love me and you know um because that's what you got to do first before anybody else you know love you and stuff is finding what you like about yourself and my main thing was my hair, and I think that's why I was taking such good care of my hair. My hair started growing and stuff, and um, me working out and just getting bigger, I started to care more about myself, and then that's when the confidence came in, too. Okay, that's pretty good. Yep. Yeah, definitely. I definitely agree with what you said about, um, dang, what you just said? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think, but it was, like, a great point, um. Oh, about not having the money. Oh, the yeah. money, that will make your self-esteem. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like that kind of almost, like, plays a role in yeah. self-esteem. Because if you don't have the money to buy the things you want, right. you're not going to feel confident. You're not going to feel like... high school was, like... Yeah. Even in very, college, though. It's yeah. like, you got money now. You're not just living off your parents. Right. But you still poor. You still broke. Yeah. You living off your pill grant. So, you don't want to spend all your money on the right. nice clothes or the nice shoes. But I do feel like... Like you said, in college, that's where I found stuff that I like, which right. made me feel better mm-hmm. about myself. Mm-hmm. That's when I was like, oh, my gosh, I can get weaves this long? Like, right. I can get nails this long? And then the thing is, like, in high school, even though, even if you were able to buy that stuff, your parent might not necessarily yeah. would have bought it for you. Like, I could have got, like, the time my mama did finally get on her feet and stuff like that and was able to buy me certain things, it wasn't like she was going to go buy me the two pairs of Jordans I wanted. Right. Like, you got to pick. You want but, this pair or Yeah, this but in college, it's like, if I really wanted to go get them two pairs of Jordans, mm-hmm. I could have. Like, um, So that's, I feel like, where, you know, most people probably get their confidence and stuff or, like, after high school, pretty much. like Yeah, it's like... You don't have nobody telling you what to do, yeah. how to dress, what to put on. Like, you can just do what you want to do. Like, I remember I wanted to dye my hair blonde. And my stepmom was like, no. Like, yeah. no, no, no. College, and then, you could just in college, as soon as I got to college, I dyed my hair blonde. And I was like, that's why you said don't do this shit. <laughs> <laughs> my hair broke off. But it was a learning experience. And right. it was like, I was still able to do something I wanted to do to help my esteem or my confidence with how I look. Right. Yeah. And I feel like looks play a huge part in self esteem. Like whether people want to admit it or not, it's like eighty percent looks, twenty percent on the inside. Well, luckily for me, um, my mom and family have always said, "Oh, you you pretty, or mm-hmm. you beautiful, or they will always like give the affirmation yeah. to me." To where I was like, oh, well, I'm not, at least I know I'm not currently. <laughs> right. yeah. But, um, yeah, I will always need that information. As far as not having growing up, definitely didn't have. So, I started hustling at a young age. I used to babysit and do stuff so I can have money. Even right. if it's just, like, a little bit of money here and there. And then, 
um, in high school, I started working. I started, yeah, I did um, co-op because it was certain things that I wanted and that mm-hmm. my mom couldn't afford. Yeah. And then I even contributed as far as like to paying bills and stuff like that because I knew my mom needed it. And then if I helped her, I was indirectly helping myself. Right. So I think that played a big role as far as me trying being as ambitious as I am is because I know what it's like to not have and I don't want to like ever go through that yeah. <laughs> again. But I feel yeah. like mom I, I my mom has always also told me like you cute and all this stuff, but it's a matter of other allowing other but the thing is nobody ever called me ugly. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Like nobody ever said I was ugly. Nobody mm-hmm. thought I was ugly. It was just me thinking comparing myself That's to other ugly. people. Mm-hmm. Like comparing myself like I was like I said, I was super skinny, like ninety pounds in freshman year, like super duper skinny. Girl, so me being that, me I'm being that skinny, it was just like, uh, uh-uh. uh. And then in the, you know, on the south side of Chicago, everybody thick or like that's the thing. Like Chicago, if you a thick girl, you know everybody like you and stuff. So it's just like that was the main thing of that guys always talk about or females always talk about was being thick. And so I always wanted to be thick. That's just it. I wanted to be thick. And it was like, my cousins was thick. My mama, everybody was thick. And I was just here, skinny, no titties, no booty. And I'm just like, okay, guys, so when is it going to come in? Because I know I can't be skinny for the rest of my life like that. And, yeah, once that freshman 15 came, I was like, oh, okay. So that's how I was supposed to be looking. Yeah, I think high school, it was like, challenging for me it was like even that was a step up from what i had in like middle school elementary yeah. school because like for me i used to think i was so ugly i ain't taking no pictures so like i don't have a lot of pictures from my right. childhood or nothing because i was like i'm not gonna get in a picture like i don't look right. cute what and then in high school i started taking more pictures um of course technology was developing too so we yeah. had more better cameras mm-hmm. camera phones all of that but once i started taking pictures i was like oh I'm not ugly. Right, like, yeah. I'm it's not. like something just click and be like, okay. Yeah. And then the one thing, like I said, the one thing I could say that people always would say about me, like, they would notice my hair first. Like, when I was in, moved from the suburbs back to Chicago, my hair was super long down my back. Mm-hmm. So it was always, oh, what do you mix with? Even though that's terrible to say, but mm-hmm. what do you mix with? Why is your hair so long? So that was the main thing people always say. High school, I came in to high school with blonde hair. Mm-hmm. I was the only girl really with like blonde streaks in my hair. And they're like, your mama let you get blonde streaks? And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yes. <laughs> and so like, it was always my hair. Then college came, same thing. I was washing people hair, all types of stuff. So it was always my hair for me. And so it's so crazy that now I'm like a natural hair influencer. Like mm-hmm. I think that played a mm-hmm. role in how I am and how confident I am now as far as my hair and my looks and stuff. like. I, that's one thing I always get compliments on was my hair. You know what's so crazy? I do not know how to put on makeup. Like, my yeah. aunt does <laughs> hair. Oh, my hair is done. Um, <laughs> we grew up in the same household, so my hair was always done. Yeah. She's she been knowing how to do hair since she was a child and doing eye hair. So anytime she wanted to do a new hairstyle, oh, Nikki, come here so I can um, yeah. come try this new hairstyle on you. Mm-hmm. My hair was always done. And um, as far as now, my sister loves doing makeup. So right. anytime I need my makeup done, that's who I go to yeah. to get my makeup done. 
And I was like, I need to learn how to put on lashes. I need to learn how to at least do the basics. It don't have to be dramatic, right. but at least do the basics. But I was, I just never felt the need to just learn how to put on makeup. Yeah. Because I'm always, like, doing other stuff, and I feel like it's too time-consuming. Yeah. I, can, I just need to get up and go. I think that's my issue with makeup, too. I'm not really good at makeup at all, but mm-hmm. it's like I don't have time to get up every morning. Yeah, and do I don't this. see how they, like, literally set out, like, an hour, get up an hour early just to do makeup. I'm not right. doing that. Now, <laughs> yeah. I'd have been learning how to do certain stuff. Like, now I kind of know how to do my makeup, but all that contouring and all that stuff, I don't know how to do that. But lashes, I got you. Uh, eyebrows, cool. All that, I could do all that. But all that other stuff, like... Mm-mm, I can't do all that, but I feel like that also is a part of self-esteem too. Because it's like, why do you get up? Why do you not to knock nobody? Because you know that maybe you just like doing makeup. But mm-hmm. a lot of females, it's not just they like to do makeup. They feel they have to do their makeup mm-hmm. because they don't feel pretty without makeup. And that's kind of sad. Like they wear it so much, then you actually see them without it, and you be like, oh, like kind of right, like this. <laughs> why your nose was a little bit smaller than that yeah. and then they then it become not to say that they're ugly or anything yeah. but then they look a little weird because mm-hmm. it's like you done wore makeup i didn't i didn't met you with makeup yeah. every day you wear makeup and then all of a sudden you just wanna or you didn't have time and then you don't have no makeup on and then it's like and then i feel like you kind of created more of low self-esteem because now everybody's saying you look so different you yeah. look so different and then now you like really self-conscious because they're like oh now oh my god now you want to put so on different. makeup more yeah so now it's making you want to put it on more because people saying you look so different but you was wearing it so much in the first place they literally had like three layers of face yes on. i like, can't yeah. do it it'd be no. hot and then i'd be rubbing my face and stuff like exactly. i don't even see how they keep, like i promise you like my eyebrows okay right now <laughs> By the end of the day, I probably didn't wipe them off because I'm, like, touching my face, rubbing my eyes. Like, I do too much for me to, like, keep a full face all day. I don't see how they do it. Yeah. Because I'm, like, I asked my mom, I was, like, how do they even keep their they, uh, makeup, like, looking fresh? And she's, yeah. like, they, they keep their, like, a makeup Stuff bag with them. Yeah, they, like, to touch up once a day. I'm, yeah. like, they're just doing too much. Yeah, I can't do it. And <laughs> not to knock nobody, much. like I said, because... You know, some people just love the art of makeup, yeah. which I get that, like, because it is interesting once you yeah. start to know how to do the stuff. But if you're using it as like to cover up yourself, then that's when I don't agree with it. Like, I don't. I don't another reason that. why I really don't like wearing makeup is because I have like moles and stuff in my face, mm-hmm. and I like, I like it. Right. Like, I think it adds to my beauty. Right. You could just do like like light like coverage them. if you yeah. ever do like makeup, like light coverage, so you could still show those you know features yeah mm-hmm. i think my glasses also contributed to my low self-esteem at first because i remember i was little i've been wearing glasses since forever but i remember i was little they tried to make me wear an eye patch because they was like one of my eyes was bad and one of them was good so basically they was trying to cover up the good one so wow. my bad one could get stronger oh, and wow. i was like okay. I was like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not wearing no patch. Like, uh-uh. I never even heard of that. Yeah. Like, I didn't know they did that. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And then I ain't worried because I was like, I don't want to wear no patch to school. Right. That's weird. Uh-uh. <laughs> and then now look at me wearing glasses. That's, that's funny that you brought that up because I remember when I was uh, younger, I fell off my bike. And you could probably see, like, the little stitches right here. But, um... 
And I had to go to school with a bandaid on my chin. That's not that bad. That's <laughs> not that bad. Bandaid on my chin. And then the thing with having glasses, though, because I didn't have glasses since I was in second grade. <laughs> and so, like, when you first go, like, I feel like second grade and stuff, I don't feel like I really got made fun of for having glasses. Mm-hmm. But it was just always the fact of, you know, like, doing your hair a certain way because of your glasses mm-hmm. or, like, just, it was always had to work around your glasses in some type of way. Like, even, like, now, that's why I wear contacts most of the time only because, like, I do like to wear lashes and I do like see, to, that's my thing. like, do all that. I can't do my lashes because yeah. I can't see in one of my eyes, so this one be good. But then right, and then the glasses, the lashes would be touching the glasses and all day curl and up. So, yeah, yeah, I ain't got time for that. That's so I like contact. that y'all feel that way about glasses because I am actually attracted to men who wear glasses mm-hmm. and look good in them. Like, I'm like, okay. Not saying I would. I mean, if he's fine, he's fine. But like, um, I just never. And most guys don't wear their glasses anyway. Like, even if they supposed to wear glasses, they just don't wear them or they get on contact. So, but I've never seen a guy with glasses. I think. Was like, oh, he's so attractive. We're like, oh, he got glasses. I don't think like glasses I, is just. I'm a, uh, uh, I'm a little mm-hmm. weird in that sense because I like look, I like nerdy, intellectual type of men. So not saying that they automatically mean right. that they wear glasses. You know, wear yeah. glasses, but I just find it attractive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I'm sorry. I had not wear glasses all my life. As soon as I was able to get contacts. It was over with. I'm like, I kept some contacts with me. That's my thing. I can't with my nails, though. Right. Contacts almost like the getting up early for makeup things. Yeah. Because it literally takes me like 40 minutes well, to put them both in. Well, have you ever seen a little thing that they get where you could just set the contact on the little thing and now you could just put it in your eye? If you get that, mm-hmm. you could have your long nails. And it'd be simple. I'm, I'm going to send it to you because I've seen it, too. Because I'm like, how? I know how to do it. I don't get nails that long. But when I do have long nails, I know how to, mm-hmm. um, you know, like, do it. But they do have a thing where it's, like, a little thing that go just straight on. And you, it's just like your finger. Yeah. Um, but you probably could use that. But once I was able to get contacts, it was over with. Like, I still, I got to get some new glasses. I don't mind wearing my glasses, like, in the house yeah. and stuff like that. But, like, when I'm going to wear, I like to, like I said, I like to do my makeup. I like right. to put on lashes and stuff. And my glasses just don't fit with that. Like, even in a club, that was a thing. Like, when I first started, I didn't have contact one time going to the club and, like, oh to the parties and stuff and with having glasses. glasses. That's it's all mine. Yeah, it's just, like, everybody just dancing and stuff. And I might have to push my glasses up because I'm dancing too hard. Like, no, I don't like all that. So, I'm like, as soon as I was able to get my hands on some contacts and keep them, that's what I did. Because I can't, I just can't do it, like, in a party or at the club with some glasses on. I just, yeah. it just don't feel right. Like, it just don't fit. And then I'm, what I'm wearing Why and all that, it just like don't fit. Why you trying to like a bad bitch? And I got these glasses. Like, it just don't fit. It doesn't. It doesn't. So, I just, That's like, no, nah, I can't, I can't do this one. Like, I just rather wear contacts and figure it out. Yeah. Because I can't do it. I think my, <laughs> um, self-esteem gets a little jaded when, when, I have to do like a presentation or something. Oh, yeah. Like stage Hello. fright. I have stage fright. So yeah. <laughs> I don't I know agree. why. I think that's what most people though. Like it's only very rare if a person is not scared at all. Like even mm-hmm. famous people say how scared they are of getting on stage or nervous they are of getting on stage. Like I used to praise dance and stuff at church and it doesn't matter how many times 
I did it every single time. I was just like, uh-uh, I can't do this. Even though I didn't did it 50 times or so. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just like, I feel like most people are have like stage fright or, you know, per- performance fright or whatever. And it just like make you feel like the littlest person ever. Like they you do. just feel like, <laughs> what am I doing? Like, like I think it's the, the idea that all the attention is on you mm-hmm. at that point. Especially if you're not getting any feedback, mm-hmm. they, the audience just dead. They're looking at you. You don't know if they happy, sad, right. right. treating you in their head or what. But and you just got all yeah. these thoughts going through your head yeah. while you trying to get the material, yeah. you know, presented to them. Yeah, see the talking stuff I can't do, but like with dancing, at least like with praise dancing. Mm-hmm you would kind of get a reaction because they either clapping or they like, you know, yes. praising God or whatever <laughs> because y'all doing good. Like, y'all snapping on the praise dance so you'll get a feedback from that. And then, you know, church folks, even if y'all not doing good, they still... Come on, right, baby! Right, you know? <laughs> so, okay. that was kind of the good thing, like, even when we got out there. But the thing was, our pastor was, like, very about, you know, having stuff together and stuff. Like, even though he wasn't, you know, he didn't care if somebody messed up or whatever. But we were trained to you know, do a good job. Like, he didn't want us out there looking a mess. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. so we were very, like, okay, a good praise dance team. And we were known on the south side of that. So it's like, you got to live up to the standard. So right. when you go out there, yeah. somebody better be getting delivered. Somebody <laughs> better be crying or something out there because, yeah. you know, that's what we were known for. Like, so that's what made it, like, okay, we get a snap. Like, we have to snap. That's interesting that you brought up dancing because I think in the African-American community, Having rhythm and being able to dance is kind of like you it's a part, it. it's a part of our <laughs> yeah. culture. So yeah. if you don't know how to dance, I'm like, what you got going on? Like, what do you got going yeah. on? But um, I, yeah, because I remember growing up, I didn't know how to dance. They had to teach me how yeah. to um, dance. Like, and, yeah, to- <laughs> some people you got to teach. I think I always kind of know how to dance. Like, yeah, my family's just dancers, singers. Just musicians in general, so I feel like I always know how to dance. Yeah. What about you? I can definitely dance. Um, I used to be on a dance team, but okay. that whole social anxiety and getting in front of people, mm-hmm. all of that. I don't know. I think it just be the fear of them judging you or yeah, something. Yeah, like, I think that's what it nobody want to get judged. I don't want to mess up. And then I had did this poem. In like fourth grade, I think that fucked me up for public speaking. <laughs> I did this Maya Angelou poem, and they kept telling me I'm I'm so weird. Like they kept telling me like you could take the paper up there, you could take the paper up there. I'm like no, I memorized this. Like uh uh-uh, uh, I'm not taking the paper. <laughs> then take the paper, went up there, forgot the words. Oh yeah. And Man. I was like, oh, what? And then yeah, ever since then I just been so anxious. Yeah. Have y'all ever like? declined a job or opportunity or any opportunity because you felt like you wasn't able to like do the job or anything like that um no i don't think i don't i I declined it if they wasn't paying me enough money okay yeah Mm -hmm. i don't think i ever mm -hmm. i feel like no i can't think of nothing but i could see how somebody could do that though like it's called self um sabotage yeah so a lot of people do that, like when you don't have like confidence or you don't have like a self esteem. Um, like when something comes your way, you that person would do anything to like sabotage right. that opportunity because they don't feel like they are adequate. 
right. to like do whatever it is that is. Yeah, see now, see that I I I know I could do stuff. Like yeah. that's one thing I could say. Like even though I have low self esteem as far as looks. Thank y'all for listening to our episode today, all about self esteem. Um, make sure y'all go follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Twenty One Minutes or Less, and type Twenty One Minutes or Less podcast in YouTube. And then go follow our personal pages. Mine is Keisha Milana. Mine is Riz Monet. And mine is Miss Butterfly 21. And we'll see y'all.